Hello and welcome to the Evil Lawyer's Guide to Life. I am Jay Lucas, the Evil Lawyer, and across from me is my lovely co-host with all the names. Hi, I'm Kim Harmon Gatlin. And we're back for <laughs> round Part three. three is our terrific guest, Rich Emberlin, RoboCop, guy who Chuck Norris is afraid of, <laughs> knows more I about I like Chuck Norris. I like Chuck, too. I was in an episode of Walker one Were time, you? and I got to meet him, and he was really I cool. Uh, nice I, guy. I, I, my first office was right there on McKinney Avenue. It's a bar now, but that, that uh, four-column house where McKinney splits. Yeah. Yeah. And they were filming in the club Babalu next door. And they, uh, I walked over there and I was just kind of hanging around, you know, and I wasn't really busy that day. And one of the guys grabbed me and he's like, can we, uh, you know, use you as an extra? And I'm like, yeah, sure, man. You know? And so they had me I'm sit. I had a suit and tie and everything on back then. And so they had me sit in the corner, kind of in the background and act like I was making a drug deal <laughs> with this other guy. And, um, uh, so I can act. You know, You're an actor. Yeah, I mean, that was back when I was representing the Cali cartel, so it wasn't a, wasn't a stretch. Wasn't yeah. a stretch for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you love it when they pay pay you, and then they're like, "Oh, and here's your bonus," and it's a gold plated AK forty seven. Untraceable stuff. What we were talking about, um, of course, I got rid of it immediately. What we were talking about uh, was uh, this Amber Geiger case. And um, how I'm predicting uh, Tuesday is going to be partly cloudy with an 85% chance of rioting. <laughs> and, uh, and, and he brought, he brought up some, some really salient points about um, uh, the lighting situation and, and why, how this could happen, basically. Sure. And, and I think it, you know, what it really just adds up to is that she was tired. That building is confusing. Yes. And, you know, she... She went to the wrong apartment and thought she was getting burglarized, and her training kicked in. She aimed center mass, got off two rounds, and does. Uh, I think the first one hit him right in the heart. And, yeah, and, and he left ventricle. Sitting, yeah. He was sitting either twenty three or twenty eight feet away. I'm not sure. Watching TV, he had earbuds in, but when he gets flooded with an open door, and what happened was. It's the atmospheric condition uh -huh. of that door to retract, and she put her key fob in and just pushed the door open. Yeah, and, and they've She's had going a from brightness, like we did in SWAT, to a, a dark crack house. Not that he was a crack dealer; he was a good guy. Yeah. He was a good guy. Price Waterhouse, literal choir boy. Absolutely, you know. literal. And he probably stood up and started walking. He made he got shot thirteen feet from her, so he closed thirteen feet. That's a split second. Thank you. And, and you you know this probably. Most people don't know this. At 21 feet, you can kill someone now. faster with a knife than it's with a they, gun. They change, they change it to 30 because yep. people are getting less fit. From a holstered weapon, <laughs> you could run at me with a knife. Right. And you could get me within 30 feet. It used to gun. be It used to be 21. 21, 21 for 21. So right on that. But I think she pushed that key in and went, oh, my gosh. And she's looking into a TV or a room that's only lit up by a TV. Yeah, if you've ever looked into a, a, a dark room and you know, all you're going to see is a shape. Yeah. He, he was a big up. guy. She didn't know if he was male or female. He just yeah. kept coming. And I think the reason the gunshot wound was from up to down is right above his left nipple. But it went through his heart 
and stopped in his back. I think he was trying to get behind because she did pull her gun on him. Right. And I don't blame him for ducking. Going well, of course. Uh, uh, yeah. And here's the thing. <clears throat> this is why I know she really thought she was in trouble. We were taught on the police department in Dallas to double tap. Yeah. Pop, pop. For she, anyone who's never seen Zombieland. Okay. Yeah, let's shoot twice. <laughs> and when I teach officers, when they go pop and they stop, they know they made a mistake. Right. And the old way was empty the gun. Well, you know, they, they'd say, why do you only shoot him six times? I said, well, I was Ran out of bullets, yeah. yeah. But you know, <laughs> we're taught to center mass. We're not shot. We're not taught to shoot to kill. We're taught to shoot to stop. Well, and that's been a, a in my ongoing battle with people who are on Facebook and got their legal degree at Google. Um, you know, it's always, why didn't they shoot him in the leg? Why did drives me nuts because yeah. every once in a while a department will show somebody shooting a gun out of somebody's hand. You know why we do that? Because we look at the gun and we panic and we shoot at the gun. Yeah. Now gangsters shoot cops in the face. Right. Because they've been in more shootings than we have. <laughs> it's it's a fact. Uh, yeah. 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 Not You're... That they've killed a lot of people. They just shoot each other every weekend. Mm -hmm. And they don't have things that we have, which is auditory shutdown. And this happened to me in my shooting. I could hear my bolt cycle in the M, with an M4 in an apartment, but I couldn't hear the bullet going off. I could hear his bullets going off, but they sounded very quiet. And all I could see was a giant barrel of a pistol, which was right. a 357, but it's not that big. Right. That, but if you're looking down it, you it's know. It's going off with fire. It's a Desert Eagle at that point. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Which is a 50 cal. And I love mine. I think she. <laughs> Well, in fact, we should just cancel the show and go shooting. Let's go shoot. Want to go, to, go to the range? <laughs> <laughs> that scares me. Um, but no, I think she came into a low light situation from a high light situation, and she had other things on her mind. Whether it was those texts or anything, that doesn't matter. You're talking about her highlights? No, not her hair. <laughs> Stay with me, counselor. She went from a highlight to a low light situation, which most shootings do happen in low light. And he got up. He was probably mad because his door got thrown open. And I don't blame him for being mad. Okay. He was high on marijuana, and that's been proven. They won't. This judge won't let it be admissible in court, which is crazy. Well, and I've watched the. Anything in in my court. humble opinion, I've watched the tremendous legal malpractice going on in this case, no, this and judge. watched the defense not even object. You know, to all of this when this is a case that may be lost on. At trial and could be one on appeal, and I don't think they're preserving the the error, which is a, a lawyer smart. term for saying. They're, I was going to say they're, he's supposed to be a good lawyer. Sure uh, yeah, he's who smart. does it? He is, uh, and I don't know what's why it's being done the way it's being I don't done. Know enough about what you guys do as far as strategy. All I I think about is totality of the circumstance. Low light. She thinks she's on her apartment floor. It was exactly one floor above. Yeah. And they said, you know, I heard J.D. Miles saying she didn't notice this plant. She didn't notice this floor mat. I, I, I don't notice that stuff in my either. own house. You know, uh, I mean, it's 10 o'clock at night. Uh, yeah. It's not lit up. You're tired. And you're, you're trying tired, to get inside. Yeah. This thing called the OODA loop. It's, it means observe, orient, decide, and act. And the suspect has one. Not that he was a suspect. He was a guy not doing anything wrong. Exactly. The victim. Which yeah. Is, not illegal in a lot of states, but it is here. But that doesn't have anything to do with it. But it may have affected his judgment. And 
she came in and she's trying to observe and orient and so was he and then decide and that's pick up a weapon and act well and the other thing is they keep trying to you know make a lot of mileage with the jury on well you know his furniture was different his this was this she that was it. it. She, yeah. even if she could see could see it's it she would be focused on him yeah yeah well, you're going to be focused on the guy point. you think is broken into your apartment not focused on the sofa right yeah. there and there's a three foot little wall between the kitchenette area and where he was at right that he was closing the gap on and the reason he these news people that drive me crazy say, well, he was eating ice cream. That's why he was probably bent over. No, he probably, and I don't blame him, when she pointed her gun at him, he went, oh, my gosh, and he tried to get behind it, and he right. bent over. And I'm not the defense attorney for him. I, I don't think he did anything wrong. I'm not her defense attorney. Huh. But that's why he probably was crouched down, and the bullet went from up to back. back. So yeah. it's not the policy of the Dallas police to come in and shoot you in the chest if they smell marijuana in front of your door. <laughs> no. Not anymore. And, and, no. and the funny thing, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. They said, well, if it was your apartment and you smelled marijuana, you would know it wasn't your apartment. Maybe the burglar in your apartment is smoking some weed. Yeah. Or how about your neighbors smoke it all the time well, and your apartment always the, smells like marijuana? That's the problem with that building. My friend lived down there. And every time the neighbor on either side decided to blaze up, her apartment smelled like Cheech and Chong's van. Right. Shit you not. Because they didn't caulk. When they split it up into lofts, they Uh didn't seal at least. Maybe they have now. But they didn't seal them. So whatever your neighbors. I used to be down there all the time. One of my best friends lived down there. And I I was hanging out in there all the time. And I had a bar down the street in the office over in that area. Your counselor stop talking right now. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, everybody knows that. But so to say that I smelled marijuana so it couldn't be my apartment is the dumbest thing I've ever heard JD Miles say on TV. Yeah. I don't know that I would agree that that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard him say. No, he said dumber things with me. Well, you're probably and right. misinterpreted things I've said. Yeah. And I don't trust him, and he's a hack, but that's sidebar counselor. That's who's commenting on this, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. These well, are people that are In your opinion, he's a hack. Shot at. And a lot, what a lot of people don't know is Amber was involved in a shooting a year before. Right. Which was totally legit. And I will tell you, she was cleared on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, when you were involved in a shooting, hers wasn't fatal. Mine was. You, it changes your the way you think. You think you're going to shoot everybody. Yeah. Everybody's bad. Right. You not. You kind of flip. Cognitively, but you're like in the back of your mind. No, as your attorney, I am going to advise you not to say that again. Next week, we're going to delete that. Thank you. When you've been involved in a shooting. And they always do this thing. Well, they don't do it anymore. So now, Amber got involved in a shooting. If it was a, a shooting that had no issues, like she shot somebody like I shot, somebody who was killing their kid. Right. I got one day off. My wife at the time was mad at me because I couldn't go paint a house. The same day that, that he had to shoot that guy. You no, know, I had to kill somebody today that was killing their kid. But now they get 15 days off because... You do have auditory shutdown. You do have, you know, all kinds of. You got post traumatic stress syndrome. You, you know, you got all kinds of things. And you psychological always want to amend your statement because you drive home and you go, oh, I forgot to tell them this. Forgot and to tell them it was the wrong apartment. <laughs> Not that. 
but you do you you go okay that really wouldn't affect my statement but now they let them stay off for 15 days i had to go back i got one day off i had to go see the psychologist we had one on staff at an offsite so what you're saying is kids these days have it a lot easier than you did oh back gosh. when you had and a... They, and they should. Did you have to yeah. walk uphill through the snow both ways to shoot somebody <laughs> in the face? I went to high school in Alaska, so you're treading on thin ice, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, no, they get 15 days off, and then they go talk to Dr. Samanavia. He's gone now, Dr. Al. And then you get 45 days where you go to work, but you don't do anything like action guy stuff. I got one day off. I had to go talk to the doc, and you lie and say you feel normal. He says, they ask you three questions, basically. Can you eat? And I'm like, yeah. Can you sleep? I'm like, I almost fell asleep on the way home from work that day because I was up all night. They go, can you have sex? And I said, well, I can ask, get an erection. Ask my wife. my wife would have sex with me, I would. And he goes, okay, you're fine. And they send you back to work. And they had this thing in SWAT at the time, put them back. What do they call it? Put them back on the horse or... Mm-hmm. Get back on the horse. And yeah. they gave me a new rifle because my other rifle's in It's evidence. in evidence, right. And I had to go qualify with it. And they're like, we're putting you back on point. And they put me back on point, And I had to run a warrant the first day I was back. And it scared the hell out of me because that shooting happened so fast. I thought I was going to shoot everybody in the room. And Once we- again, as your attorney, I <laughs> finish. <laughs> so... We burst open the door. I was the first guy in, and the guy put his hands up, and I said, get on the ground. And I've never been more relieved. And my lieutenant called me into his office later that day. He goes, what you did last Tuesday was one of the bravest things I've ever seen. I go, no, what I did today was the bravest thing. I was scared to death. Yeah. I wasn't scared the day I killed that guy. I was scared the day you guys put me back on the horse, and you shouldn't do that to people. Well, and and things have changed. They don't do that anymore. So, you know, I, I... don't know, and I have been paying attention to the trial. I don't know whether they've brought up the sh- prior shooting. They did. They did. They did. Uh, that should non fatal shooting. It's, still, it's a shooting. It shouldn't have been brought up, but because they're going to, you know, the jury, they want the jury to think, well, she got away with it the first time. Yeah. yeah. And now she's gone and shot somebody else. But, you know, playing devil's advocate here, you know, um, what happens when, if the tables were turned, if um, the, if he had shot her, the complainant, the complainant or, or, or victim, let's, let's just take it completely out of this case. I'm in my apartment and I'm hanging out watching TV or whatever, and an officer goes to the wrong apartment say let's make it even more interesting say they're serving a warrant let's make it real interesting I know where you're going. they're serving this a felony happened. warrant right they go to the wrong apartment and this has happened yes we both know but probably we're talking thinking about the same case cases <laughs> they go to the wrong apartment i am um like everybody else in texas except maybe some people in austin i'm armed I love California. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, South Southeast California. Um, I'm armed. Right. They um, they knock and then kick the door in. If it's a federal warrant, they knock and announce. Yeah. 
hard knocks or the slammer kicking your door. Yeah, well, okay. So the, they kick the door in, and I open fire. And uh, I kill the point guy. You're probably going to be found not guilty. No, I'm probably going to be shot to death. Well, well if you live. <laughs> yeah, but he's right. I mean, wouldn't you think? No, if you thought I you were first, in the right house? When I first hired on the apartment in 87, in 89, I think it was 89, my brother was an Addison police officer. Right. And they had an undercover Addison cop that, great guy, I'm sure. And he was, they, they always call us when, because drug deals might start in Addison and drift into Dallas. And they have to call us and say, hey, do you want to run this warrant for us? And we, we did. And it was at Lovers in Greenville. There's an apartment complex there. That's not there anymore. And we th- this changed so many things, so many things that we do in SWAT. So this guy says, hey, man, my dope dealer lives at Lovers in Greenville. I'm going to go down there. He's just telling himself on the phone. He's a gray-haired guy like me. You say he's old, but I don't think it is. So some other old guy snitching on his drug dealer. (laughs) And he's bought a lot of dope off this guy. And he's supposed to sit in his truck and look at this house. And when the guy shows up, we're around the corner. I wasn't in SWAT yet. I was a patrol officer. No, actually, I was in narcotics. And they said, when he shows up, give us a call. We'll come around the corner. Mm -hmm. And this guy had not gone to the briefing, which we would... You were my informant. You would be in the briefing when they go, this is Jay. This is what he looked like. This is what he's going to wear. He's not going to show up. If he does, he's going to have a police jacket on. Right. And this guy couldn't help himself. It's called the lust for bust and the zeal for deal. Mm-hmm. And this guy saw the guy come home and he got on the radio and said, guy's here. And the guy was coming home from the grocery store. It's an apartment complex. He had two bags in his hand. He went in the apartment left the door open, first floor, and he went, I'm just going to go arrest this guy myself. And he went in there, pinned the guy down on the ground. Our SWAT team came around, and he turned around with his pistol in his hand, and the machine gun was there. And that's our fault. Right. Wow. No, it's not. But it was because they put everybody on the stand and said, how much training do you do? And they go, we train eight hours each week. And they go, have you documented it? No, then it didn't happen. And they went through everybody. And we lost that case. We paid a lady that was going to divorce him $2.5 million. He's dead. Sad. Right. The guy that shot him, that he just quit. He couldn't take it anymore. And he yeah. was a good guy. And it's just, that's the same thing as the Amber guy. It's just a tragedy. Yeah, yeah and and that's mm-hmm. the problem is I, I think it's a societal issue that now we have to blame someone for everything. everything. If something happens, somebody has to be blamed. Somebody has to be held responsible. The accident. Yeah, and, and you know that's where this case should have ended up is in the civil court mm-hmm. with, with this guy's family suing the shit out of the city like they are anyway. <laughs> Complex. And the apartment complex and everybody else who's ever, oh, I used to go down to that. I hope I don't get sued. I used to go there a lot. <laughs> you know, I mean, they're going to sue everybody involved in even remotely. Counselor, don't, <laughs> don't ever go there <laughs> again. But, um, you, you know, that, that's where this should have wound up is, right. is just in the civil, civil arena case. after mm-hmm. the ranger testifies that he found no reason to pursue it. Uh-huh. that. Which is so uncool. She won't let that evidence in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Jury's not going to hear it. Um, 
she sequestered she the jury agenda because judge Cruzo or she's judge really Cruzo. pissed off i've known him for i love that ever guy. i love Cruzo. <laughs> i've known him for years um does he yeah he does uh, the first the first time i ever went to criminal court uh i was in Cruzo's court really yeah yeah and that was when i was in law school and i worked for an attorney who shall not be named um uh we yeah, the first judge I ever met was Cruzo. He yelled at me in the elevator one time, Ken, and said, "Don't you ever test a lie in my court?" I said, "I'll never do it. I'll never do it again." I've gotten <laughs> held in contempt wow. for saying "test a lie" to <laughs> really? uh, to an officer numerous times, and told if you say "test a lie" one more time, I'll hold you in contempt. And of course, I knew, I, I, knew you were I had people. to say it several more times. <laughs> <laughs> I said it to Bubba King when he. Acted I remember. Bubba. I remember Bubba. Yeah. Bubba tried to act like we vacationed together on a court case, and I go, "You were in Mexico," and he goes, "Were you not down there with me?" I go, "Yeah, I pulled you off your wife when you were beating her up." Oh wow! <laughs> I go, right after you lost your judgeship, and uh, you almost let that guy reuse the bond on that guy that almost cut his wife's head completely off. Yeah. Said, That's how I know you, Bubba. Wow! Don't act like we're friends, but yeah, you, you, I digress. You know, that's 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 why good lawyers know the answer to the question before they ask it. No, they do. Yeah, they do. and I, I, I'm, I guess I, I've said it before. I'm not terribly impressed with the legal representation that Amanda Geiger is getting in this. I, we both I, love Toby, and and I, I like Toby. I, I like the. There's not anybody on the defense team that I don't like, but I'm sitting there trying to not jump up and object yeah. you know myself all of your hair out <laughs> right <laughs> but me, me too i i watched this prosecutor and i'm like okay are you like auditioning for a tv show well he yeah. probably is he probably is he may end up in a show with you and then you can you know it's more than eight dollars <laughs> punch him you, know, you can't hit him, him in the, the head <laughs> Um, so, but, but it it has happened before and, you know, has anyone ever survived one of those situations where they serve the felony warrant on the wrong house? Oh, yes. And and the guy who's in the wrong house aims a gun at the man on point. I mean, I won't, well, I will say in Boston, they had a case where they ran a warrant on the wrong house and killed a lady. Yeah. Who had a hairdryer in her hand. I mean, it happens. Yeah. You have to, and we're very careful in Dallas. We we have we run a lot of operations. This is what I tell people when I teach. We run about eight hundred operations a year, which gives us a lot of time to shine, but right. it gives us a lot of time to fuck up. Well, yeah, you've just got and human error and Murphy's law and odds. If you came to me as confidential informant and said, Hey man, I've been buying dope. Hey, I ain't no place. snitch. Okay, you're not. <laughs> and you said I'm buying dope out of this place. I'd drive you over there and go point it out. If I was the lawyer, I would file my patented motion to produce confidential informant. Well, hey, it uh, keeps him. It keeps him from showing up at court. <laughs> I'm like, there's been a motion to produce. You know? <laughs> Next time you see that guy's in Mexico. Rock hard case. You won't have to testify, but. We, I would take my confidential informants and go, point the door out. Yeah. Show me the door. We we used to just go, oh, it's apartment 119 on Webb Chapel. Okay. And we go over there. 
I remember busting in this house. There was a guy reading the newspaper. He's like, what the hell are y'all doing? Oh, my he God. <laughs> That's my neighbor, sir. Well, and, and if you remember over the last few years, it's become kind of a uh, in vogue thing to do when someone pisses you off to swat them. You oh, know? swatting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They got some people killed. They got some people killed. Yeah. And you got swatted once. And you did? On Lemon Avenue. Yep. Oh, wow. A guy called and he'd broken up with his boyfriend and we didn't know the whole circumstance. He said, hey. On Lemon Avenue, there's gay people on Lemon Avenue? Uh -huh. Counselor? Easy. <laughs> I'm not saying there is or isn't. But I'm just saying. A man had broken up with his boyfriend. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Perfectly straight guy, but his boyfriend may have been gay. Yeah. <laughs> but this guy called and said, hey, man, uh, my boyfriend's being held hostage by some hostage takers. They're tied to chairs. And we went up to his apartment off a of lemon avenue and destroyed it Yeah. and didn't find anything. And the owner came home. He's like, what are y'all doing? Yeah. And we found out that it was his ex-boyfriend. You ruined his decor. But we had to go in there because we're trying to rescue people. Right. Yeah. Oh, you right didn't know. Thing. Yeah. Don't know. Did, what What happens to the idiot that swatted you? Oh, we put them in prison. Oh, good. That's good. Uh, you, you did not that. necessarily. They don't necessarily go to prison. Hey, you know what? He was under duress because that guy, he was Well, you know, the situation, I mean, filing a false. Is, he'll say things like totality of circumstances. Filing a false report's a misdemeanor. You don't go to prison for that. Oh, we know somebody who should have been charged with one of those. Yeah, I know a girl on Real but but it's still it's still there's still misdemeanors. You just go to county unless you have a decent. If you have an attorney with a pulse, you're going to get probation on those cases. You don't even have to have a good lawyer. You can have you can have an attorney who shows up. You, it could be weekend at Bernie's your right. lawyer, and, and you're going to you get. Know Bernie was dead. <laughs> yeah, you're going, you can have a dead attorney just just wheel him in there and you in should you should walk I on that my daughter's studying speech pathology and she could file this case against you know <laughs> right well you know we we uh we got way off the topic uh bottom line is it was an accident it, well it, it doesn't really qualify as an accident it, it, it was a nothing. It was just a tragic situation. It's yes. it, it, in order for it to be an accident, lawyer speaking, an accident requires negligence. Right. This is something that just happened. There's no, there's I no intent. Yeah, you're right. There's mm -hmm. no, there's no yeah. recklessness. There's no it's negligence. It's really smart. I mean, crazy there's, smart. For seven years, but I just got a bachelor's. Mm, I don't like to not it, go at all. So you don't even you don't even have an accident, right? And, and and it's being charged as though it was intentional. You know, you've got intentional, reckless, unintentional, dumb, intentional. You know, criminal negligence, and then you've got your basic. And you go civil negligence. Sure, that's your accident. It's not even that. I mean, obviously, it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. What's going to be more tragic though is. Next Tuesday, when we have a partly right. cloudy day with an 85% chance of rioting. I'll get called out of the reserves and I'll be down there getting my ass kicked. I'm going to sue you. You should be out of town on Tuesday. For inciting. Now, inciting a riot is not saying that I think people are going to riot. Inciting a riot is when you, when you actually do things to cause the riot. Like, Here's the sad thing. I could cause a riot right now with my cell phone on Facebook against 
bumblebees that don't get to pollinate in Dealey Plaza right now and 500 people would show up. Mm, I bet. I, I know you're right. One, and mm-hmm. 10,000 people would show up. Yeah. And go, Rich is a cop. And he says, cops are corrupt. And I'm not Here we kidding. Go. You know this. Yeah. I well, get on Snapchat, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Instagram, Twitter, Any of them. Well, God had the right idea with the Tower of Babel. You know, once everybody can communicate with everybody, people are too damn stupid to have that level of power. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. If you can get on an internet, any internet uh, platform and call down 5,000 of your closest friends who you've never met in your entire life have like 20. to start a riot, <laughs> yeah, no, then it, 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 it's true. So uh, social media has killed us in the intel business mm-hmm. because people threaten presidents. And we can't just ignore it. Right. You have to find that person that day. And you should drive me crazy. You've got to go to that mom's basement, drag that 400-pound. He had it covered. (laughs) Right. People do this stuff on a Friday night when they're drunk, and I get called in, and I can't go home until I find Jay and go, did you mean that? And you're like, I was drunk. I was kidding. Hey, I'm behind five proxy walls, man. Good luck finding me. (laughs) got, like, lead in here. My phone's not (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's the jammer. <laughs> Countermeasure. I agree. But, no, but yeah, that's what kills us is social media and people people are starting to get it. You know, they know that we take everything seriously. Right. And you can't threaten somebody, even a private citizen. We have to investigate it. Yeah. If you see something, say something. And I know it sounds But tragic. you guys turned us into a nation of narcs, though. I mean, there's a level of... At what point do you just... He's such a bird. At what point do you... him smoke across the street in high school. <laughs> at what point do you say, I saw something, but it was nothing, you know? Never. Yeah. yeah. Not in these yeah. days. You can't afford to. And we've got I, I, you know who on every just corner. Just because I forgot to be kind and rewind in 1997 <laughs> doesn't mean that I need to have my bar <laughs> card. I didn't do. Doesn't mean that I need my. I lose my law license now because someone <laughs> digs that up. You know, like, if you see something, say something. If you, yeah, no snitches. Snitches get stitches. Wind up in ditches. <laughs> Lips and chips, and I heard uh, loose tweets sink fleets. Yeah, exactly. True. So now, what we're going to have next week is our favorite agitators. (laughs) No, uh, uh, not not on the show, but next when the verdict comes in, no matter what it is, you'll be busy with a riot. (laughs) You can always hide out here. Like I said, I'm behind a bunch of proxies. This is like Fort Knox. I've got, I've got one of those helmets in there and uh, with my vest and everything, you know. So. <laughs> His I dress shirt's made out of K-Flex. I, I mean, I, not K-Flex. I had, I had a custody case that was so serious. The guy was a, he fancied himself a marksman and he said that, you know, he could take me out before I could get from my car to the court door. And um, so I've got, a bulletproof suit. He has an entire wardrobe. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Um, I didn't think, yeah, I'm serious. I didn't think he could take, I didn't think he could get the headshot or I would have had the Fritz on, you know, the helmet. Right. Uh, but actually go in and to court, go to the metal detector and then tell the retired officer that I'm wearing bulletproof gear can I go over there and change out of it because I'm sweating my ass off? And now that I'm in here, I know he can't get in here and shoot me, right? And uh, and this was a custody case where this this psychopath was wanting his kids 
Needless to say, he didn't get them. (laughs) His attorney ended up losing... His attorney ended up having to pay me part of my fee because he did such a piss-poor job of of doing what I... Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Sound outfit, Kim. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I call it the John Wick. You know, it's my, my bulletproof suit. Uh, hot as hell. But you, you, I don't have to tell you how no, hot those don't. things are. You know. uh, you're going to be wearing one next week on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I, I would go out of town on Tuesday if I, you're still reserved. Now I'm on record as being here. And, and being aware. Yeah, it, it, won't air, it won't air until Monday. Maybe I'll get diarrhea. <laughs> you know, the best excuse of all time is feed you explosive some bad diarrhea. Yeah, you know I nobody quit. nobody wants to be around question that. IBS. IBS. Yeah, yeah. You don't want it. Trust me. <laughs> I know, but yeah. I'm gonna get it. <laughs> 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 Just drink a bottle of any, you know, cheap tequila. You'll you'll be fine. Oh, Bottom line no is. This is sad, and there's going to be no good outcome. There, that's You're true. Right. That's true. I think there, you know that. there, there, there is. Well, and you know why there's no good outcome. I mean, it's a bad situation. How can you expect a good outcome from it? But that doesn't mean someone's well at fault. There's, there's, there's nothing. I know. I should be doing the closing argument. In this you case. should. And it doesn't mean that somebody who shouldn't be going to jail for murder should be going to jail for murder just because they need. Somebody to do something to be appeased. Yeah, but orange is the new blue. Sounds like Leanne. That's apples and bananas. That's apples and oranges. If and 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 we've you know you've almost got me to your side on this that if she wasn't a cop it would be a different thing. You'd be already forgotten. I think so too. I I, I can bring you some cases. Well, it's so unusual for people to be so pro-law enforcement anymore like you and I are. You know, so many people... Well, are, there's a lot of us deplorables out there who are pro-law enforcement. No, there are. a silent majority that loves us. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think it's 99.9% of the population. But... Well, I did... The minority... Is the, loud. The minority is, you know, they're getting all the... You know, attention. Well, the but do you know why they get all the attention? Because Media? they're loud mouths. They have, yeah, yeah exactly. Well, I, I did, you know, for the first half of my career, I did hardcore criminal defense work. And I used to go to Char Bar and eat breakfast with a whole bunch of DPD once a week. There. You know, he was, yeah. And, you know, we, we were all friends. The Greeks. The Greeks, yeah. The, 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 the Melios brothers. You know, they, they got, they're closed now. They are? Their landlord cut, said, enough, you're done, you know, after like 45 years. Yeah, yeah. The new big wall. Those guys. Are they moving like John's did? I think they're just going to hang it up. They're uh, just done. You know, I love those guys. And we're going to Dunstan's. Yeah, Yay. yeah. But, you know. After so, this? It's not cool to hate the cops or the police or, you know, whatever you want to call them. It's actually not, not all of us are great guys, but I think most of us are pretty good. The only time I, the only time I really get pissed off at the police is when there's one behind me with his lights on, you know, I mean, no one likes getting pulled over, but you know, we did, we talked about this on a show on what to do, what to do when you get pulled over. You know, we, we actually discussed this on another show. Um, you know, the, the, how not to get shot show. 
right? It wasn't it, but you know, basically, you know, you, how how to deal how to deal with we did one on how to deal with law enforcement. Yes. You know, properly, how to deal with law enforcement properly. Because so clearly that, someone didn't teach enough of these kids. When the police anything. say stop, you stop. You know? Well, Chief Brown did. He took me down to his, he went to South Oak Cliff High School. He's a golden bear. He's a homeboy from Texas. And he's so proud of that. And yeah, he was a terrific guy too. Terrific yeah, guy. Good him. friend still. I talked to him the other day. And he took me down. He said, hey, Rich, you need to drive me down to uh, my high school. And people used to mess with me. They said, are you the chief's driver? I go, no, I'm a killer that happens to know how to drive. That's <laughs> <laughs> my only comeback. And I took him down there, and he told the story that I don't want to get too deep into the weeds, but he said, you know, guys, and it was it was 800 kids, boys. The girls were at um, Six Flags, and they were all graduating. And he said, I want to tell you something. And I'm sitting behind this stage with my gray hair and my blue eyes. Uh-huh. And he goes, I had a trainer when I was a rookie. And he said, he was a white guy, but he was cool. And I go, really? <laughs> and I but he was cool. But he was I cool. About that all the way back to the office. I go, he was white, but he was cool. <laughs> he said, we pulled over this car and it had four brothers in it. And the driver didn't have any dope, but there was some dope in the back seat. And he goes, and you know what that means? And all the kids screamed out, it's the driver's fault. And I was like, wow, these guys are from the hood. Yeah. And he said, he set those three kids that wouldn't claim the dope and let this guy, the driver, get handcuffed. And he goes, and my trainer, and like I said, he was white, but he was cool. He said, <laughs> unhandcuff him. And, I, and he said, why? He goes, these are not your friends. You guys are walking home. You guys... Are making him go to jail for his for your dope. Right. These are not your friends. And that guy ended up getting a football scholarship to a college and played professional football. But if he would have been arrested that day, it would have ruined his life. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. And he said, So if you get pulled over by one of my officers, and I thought this was kind of cool. He goes, You get pulled over by one of my officers and you think you're being mistreated, don't fight him on the street. Just come to my office the next day yep. and go to, I'll walk you down to internal affairs myself, but don't fight him. You're not going to win. You're going to get your ass kicked. When we lost him, we lost don't him. even get me started on I who we got the now. Same day he did. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm probably glad you did. Uh, he's real glad. <laughs> but he said, just come down to internal affairs and find me, and I will escort you down to IAD. And I want to get rid of my bad officers because we do have bad officers. I don't know any. I don't associate with them, but I'm sure we do. We got back in the car and we were driving back to the headquarters and I go, he was white, but he was cool. I said, you know, it's going to be 800 guys and I need him. He goes, no, there's not. And there wasn't, but he's right. You just have to comply with the officer. Right. Mm-hmm. Even if it's they're doing wrong. If mm-hmm. I got jacked up. I told Kim the other day, when I was working undercover, I got my ass kicked by friends of mine who didn't know who They I didn't was. realize yeah, it was we him. we were talking about that earlier. And I said, I went to the office and I went, remember me? And they're like, dude, when did you go to narcotics? I go, yeah, about three months before you kicked my ass yeah. three hours ago. Yeah, but it doesn't well, matter. You, know, you shouldn't have treated somebody uh, that way. On, on that note, we're going to, I think I'm going to close it out by saying, if you're in your apartment minding your own business, and the police officer walks in your door and aims a gun at you, 
um, you should probably comply. That's probably good advice. Probably. I don't yep. think this guy had a chance to. I don't think he did. Mm-mm. You know? I think no. the set of circumstances, I think the planets aligned for it to be bad. It, it, yeah. It's exactly yeah. And, and, and you know, and it, I hope she's and that's not what makes it so rare. Convicted. It, it, it's so rare that there's very little law that even deals with this. And we talked about a little bit, but the. I've been around for 32 the, years and I haven't seen this one. It, it, it goes under the imperfect, imperfect self-defense, basically, is where you think you're within your rights of self-defense. And you act as a reasonable person would under those circumstances. And it turns out you were wrong. <laughs> so with that loved having you on man we're gonna have to do this again let's do part four <laughs> well we might I'm going. uh after tuesday's uh riots partly cloudy you, you and... schedule some riots for tuesday we do have to have a follow-up with this once the we're gonna uh, have to. once the verdict <laughs> comes in okay. yeah once well, the verdict yeah, comes yeah, in it'll be, it'll be real interesting to see what happens and fortunately, the studio was really far from any place anyone would have enough balls to riot. <laughs> I'll put your <laughs> you know what department? You know what open search means? Oof. <laughs> it's a bad All right. One. And no, with I, that, I, I want to come I, back after that. Well, would love to have you. With that, I'm going to cut it off as usual. Have an evil day.